You're listening to Humanize Me with Bart Campolo. Hey everybody, welcome back to Humanize Me. Once again, I am Bart Campolo. And once again, this is my podcast. And once again, I'm going to try to get all the kind of business stuff out of the way early um, so that I can share this thing with you that I I got to share with you that I think is kind of cool. Um, But before I do, like a few things I, I probably ought to say. First thing is, many of you know this, but last week, the book I wrote with my dad, why I left, why I stayed. Um, this kind of conversation between an evangelical preacher father and his humanist chaplain son um, came out. And I gotta tell you, it's been a really funny thing because like, first of all, like by the, I hated this book. When I was, by the time I was finished it, it was such a hassle to write. And I, I struggled so much to get the ideas that I'm a slow writer and my dad and I going back and forth. By the time it was done, I just like, I never wanted to see it again. But then like when it came to me a couple of weeks ago in hardback version and I opened it up, I'm looking through it and I'm going like, hey, this isn't half bad. And then I like, I've been getting letters from people that have read it and they're like, no, it's, it's actually pretty good. And it's like, I'm not like, I'm not coming on here to tout the book and say like, oh, you got to get a copy. But I will tell you, like, I'm not embarrassed. Like, I think it's pretty good. And it's funny, I looked it up on Amazon um, today. And this is the funny thing is that uh, it it shows up on Amazon um, as the number seven book in humanist writings, which, you know, you think, wow, we're number seven. But it turns out that, like, that's not hard to be the number seven humanist book. Um, and uh, I know this because... On the overall Amazon uh, listing, I am actually ranked number 8,874. So, you know, we've got some room for improvement. Um, but anyway, it's, 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 it's out there. It's cool. It's kind of, but here's the thing I figured out about this book is it's one of the only books I can think of that as a secular person, you could give to a Christian family member and say, hey, I think you'd like this. Like, like there's stuff in here this will help you understand me. And then, and then, but that a Christian could give to their secular family member and say, hey, like, if you want to understand me a little bit better, there's this. And I, like, that's the thing is that what we were trying to do, my dad and I, was to kind of spark people to have a conversation between Christians and atheists that isn't about winning and losing and like beating the other person in the argument. Because you listen, you listen really differently. I mean, this thing, I, I was funny, I was talking to somebody t- today and they were saying, surely your dad had heard every argument that you had to make before you made it. He, he knew everything you were going to say. And I said, no, because you don't, when you're, when you're arguing with an atheist or when you're arguing with a Christian, you don't really listen to what they're saying. You're just reloading. You're figuring out how you're going to counter their argument. You're not really climbing into it. But I said, in this conversation, for the first time, my dad was like, I just want, I know I'm not going to convince you, so I just want to understand. And uh, so anyway, I think it's a book that like, if you're trying to get into a conversation with somebody on the other side of the faith divide, either way, I think it might be a good, a good spark and a, and, and a good sort of tool for that. So yeah, there's an, all right, I said I wasn't going to promote my book and, and here I am promoting my book. So sue me. The other thing I want to tell you is, is that 
I've been on a lot of other people's podcasts and I'm getting a lot of emails from, from people from other people's podcasts that are interested in like this, the, 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 the counseling stuff and the coaching stuff I do, which you can find out about at barcampola.org. But the thing that they're more excited about, even than that, is so many people are writing and saying, hey, the more you talk about community, the more I want some tips on how to start one. What should I read? What, who should I visit? What, what videos should I watch? And I'm realizing that this is the next great task for us is to put together kind of a primer, a resource guide for people that want to do this stuff. Not in like some huge, big, like I'm going to build a building and get a salary and raise a million dollars and all that. But just for people that are like, I want to start a home group. I want to start a home fellowship. I want, I want to bring secular people together to pursue goodness because I'm tired of trying to pursue it all by myself. And do you have any tips? And I got lots of them. And as many of you know, the podcast, if you go to back episodes, there's all sorts of stuff there. The stuff coming up, there's going to be lots more about kind of how to how one of the ways that we humanize ourselves is by relating to each other and by bringing people together to relate in a very intentional way around this stuff. Um, that's not all we're going to be talking about, but that's some of what we're going to be talking about. But I promise you, I am going to put up a resource like soon of stuff that was helpful to me in getting the stuff going at USC and stuff that I'm often recommending to people. But I'm telling you, friends, bros, sisses, whatever I'm supposed to call you people, there's a lot of people out there that are starting to kind of get religion when it comes to getting secular religion. In other words, pursuing life's ultimate questions in a collective way without any kind of God stuff. There's a lot of energy around that. And that's kind of fun. All right. So that's me telling you about my book. That's me telling you you really ought to go to thebarcampola.org because there's going to be some cool stuff there. And that's enough. Now, on with the show. And I, I, I like, I, I'm, I'm sort of saying that like as if there's a producer out there who's going to like now put like a musical interlude in here. And if you are, do it. If not, there's just me. Singing a little song for you. It's late. All right. And I'm alone. You figured that out. Okay, so here's the thing I want to share with you. Okay, so I'm on last week. I think I told you that I was on this cool, very popular uh, secular broadcast called The Thinking Atheist with my new friend Seth Andrews. And I got lots of messages from people in his audience that checked it out. And I'm reading through these things and I'm sitting actually with with my college students, uh, with four of the, the, the students that I work with who lead USC Secular Student Fellowship. Every Wednesday night we get together and plan the meeting, talk about what's going on with the group and sort of strategize on how we can sort of build people together. And we're sitting there doing that and, and I happen to just pull up my, this email and uh, one of them was looking over my shoulder and her name is Katie. And Katie, Katie looked at this one and it was just a one-liner. It came from this uh, guy who, go, who goes by the, like, the podcast name of Bookman. And Bookman says, uh, it, it, said, it just said, email from Bookman. Just listen to your interview with Seth Andrews. And I got to tell you, you sound like just another liberal progressive do-gooder. That was the whole thing. The guy, the guy looked up my website, went to the contact me page, just so that he could tell me, just listen to you. You sound like another liberal progressive do-gooder. And so I read, like, and so I'm, I'm talking to the students and I'm like, oh, 
like I'm just gonna write back to this guy and like you sound like just another angry atheist asshole or some nasty snarky thing I was gonna write back and 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 Katie looks at me and she says don't do that you don't know this guy like you know he kind of hurt your feelings by calling you a name but like you're like you're better than that don't do that and uh one of the other guys was like no no like we like nail him and uh and Katie was like no don't do it and so I didn't and I thought okay but like I always answer emails so I'm gonna answer this guy so I and it's funny how I just assume it was a guy maybe it was the book man thing but like whatever so I write back and I say okay now I'm curious What's your motivation for writing me? What exactly do you want me to do? So I thought that was good. Like, like okay, so you, you said, like, you sound like this. Like, why'd you write that? What do you want me to do? And a few hours, like a few minutes later, he writes back and says, nothing, Bart. Absolutely nothing. Just expressing an opinion as to what you sound like to me. And I thought, man... There's just too much of that going out there. People just sending, like, uh, like, like, sort of sending messages out into the internet to people they don't even know, saying mean things. And so, like, I wrote back. I couldn't resist. I wrote back. I said, "I see. Not to be snarky, but I gotta tell you, Bookman, you sound like just another angry, unconstructive atheist, and maybe a mean one at that. I mean, really, unless you're hoping to change someone's mind or behavior, what's the value of?" tracking them down online and sharing your contempt. And then I, and then I, I, I sent him this podcast episode um, from a This American Life podcast, um, which is a great podcast. And it was called, If You Don't Have Anything Nice to Say, Say It in All Caps. And it was, it, and, and it was this female comedian writing, talking about a troll who sent her the meanest, most cruel message you could ever imagine about her dead father. And... Um, and she engaged this troll and they went back and forth. She ended up talking to him on the phone. It's an amazing podcast. Um, if, if, if you've ever been tempted to send something mean on the internet, I thoroughly recommend it. So I sent it to this guy and I'm thinking he's not going to listen to it, but like I want to send it to him. So I end up saying like, you know, here's a podcast I think you ought to consider about what happens at the other end of such emails. If you listen to it, I'd love to know what you think. You sound like a smart atheist too, after all. Either way, I hope your life is good and gets better. I mean, I wanted to let him know that like it hurt my feelings and it seems mean to me to write something, to, to put somebody down if you don't have anything constructive to say. But I also wanted, I didn't want to like put him down because like I'm on the, I'm on the Katie train where I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to be my best human self. And uh, so once again, he writes back. And he says, I didn't track you down, Bart. I responded to the interview you had with Seth Andrews. You're not going to like my radical libertarian philosophy. And I thought, oh, there it is. Radical libertarian. That's, I know what's coming. He says, a philosophy that doesn't care about community, religious or secular in nature. There's nothing more that needs to be said other than those people who disagree with your definition of tyranny, which I don't know what I said about tyranny, are not necessarily bad people. When you build your quote-unquote community that include, excludes those people, we'll have nothing but a tyranny from the left, no better than a tyranny perpetuated by the alt-right. The key to the good life, in my opinion, is the freedom to do whatever one wishes, as long as they're not causing physical harm to another, threatening physical harm, or appropriating another's property. 
by theft or fraud. I don't have an agenda, nor do I have any nefarious motivation in responding to that interview. I will never be hesitant about letting my opinions be known, not to you or anyone on the right. So I'm like, okay. Um, he's a libertarian. And libertarians in general hate me. Because um, I'm, I'm all about like caring for the needs of other people, especially poor people and all this stuff. And so I'm like, oh. Like I, I just, like he sensed my whole kind of agenda and he's like, I hate that. But, but, but he said that like, he was worried that, that that I would build a community that excluded, you know, radical libertarians. And that's that's just funny. So I, I wrote back to him sort of a joke. I actually put a smiley face on it. I said, as you must know, Pete, no community needs to exclude radical libertarians. Good or bad, those folks have no interest in joining up in the first place. And they don't. These are people that have no use for community or obligations. They're like, everybody, everybody take care of themselves. So I put a smile at face, like, hey, I don't need to exclude you. You guys will exclude yourselves. And then I, I went on. I said, it seems to me that you very much enjoy being free to share your opinions, since he said that. Believe it or not, that makes this particular liberal progressive do-gooder very happy. There are many ways to live well, after all. And by this time, I'm like stretching, like, how can I write back to this guy and let him know, hey, even if you don't want anything to do with me, even if you think I'm an idiot, like, if you're happy alone in your libertarian world and if you're happy expressing your opinions, I guess in a weird way, like that's just another way to be okay. Like, okay, yeah, go for it. So then I said, backhanded as it is, thanks for what turns out to be your encouragement. Take good care of yourself. I didn't finish the sentence like because nobody else will. Um, which I, I almost did because like that's that would be like a libertarian joke, like take care of yourself because that's what libertarians do and that's what they want everybody else to do. But I thought like if I say because nobody else will, it might suggest like because everyone hates you and I didn't want to do that. So I just said take good care of yourself. Warmly. Bart. And I wanted to let him know like I'm, I'm starting to like you. I mean like you're, you're dialoguing. You're not calling names anymore. And he writes back and he says, thanks Bart. Glad that you admitted to being a liberal progressive do-gooder. So now that we understand one another, we'll get along fine. Best regards, Pete. And then he says, P.S., you sent me a link to a podcast that I might find interesting, but I lost it. Can you send it again? I mean, the guys, he's ready to, like, now we're friends enough, but like, best regards, and I'd like to listen to that podcast. So I sent it back to him, and I said, in a sense, it's all about, the, the, this, here's the podcast. In a sense, it's all about the wisdom of contextualizing our correspondences. If you listen, let me know what you think. And he writes back again and he says, superb podcast. Listening to it made me realize how unnecessary it was to attack you with the term do-gooder. And, I, and for that, I apologize. Please believe me when I say, that I email infrequently with either praise or criticism to online material, and I don't use anonymity as a shield to protect myself from unwanted criticism. Thanks for having the fortitude to respond to my initial comment. What came out of it was, perhaps, a little bright spot of learning in what can be described as the desolate vacuum of cyberspace. Regards. Bookman. Are you kidding me? I mean, I wrote back to him right away. I said, mutual learning, kindness, thanks. 
Oh man, Bookman, I kind of love you right now. And I do. I kind of love this guy. I mean, you know, he shoots out like a snarky email. But then like he doesn't back down, but he doesn't blow me off either. He engages with me. And, and because Katie keeps me from being an ass, we end up having this dialogue. And I end up feeling like I care about this guy. And he ends up saying, hey, you taught me something. I'm going to be a little different moving forward. I mean, I, okay, maybe it's just me. But like, I, I, I don't want to say, that's what it's all about. But you know what? Like, Katie helped me be a better person. And she helped me, maybe a better way of saying this, she helped me do the right thing or do the thing that was most likely, when I say right, it was like best for the tribe, best for Bookman, best for me. It, like, it, it, it created a possibility of something good happening. And then something good happened. And the question is like, do I feel like, do I feel better about life and about myself and about Bookman because Katie chimed in and said, don't, don't do the wrong thing. Do, do the right thing. Like you can do better than that. You can be better than that. And I did. And I guess that's what I'm saying is, is that people say to me, what, what is fellowship? Fellowship is when you're hanging around with people and everybody knows what you're trying to do. So that one of you, when one of you stops trying, the other one says, oh, come on, man. I know what you're about. Come on. Live up to your own values. And, 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 then, and then you get rewarded for it. Not by some God in the sky who is going to reward you in heaven, but just because being a better person is more fun. And you end up having like more, I mean, not everyone's going to respond as cool as Bookman did, but sometimes people will. And like, you know, I'll bet you Bookman is going to write to me again sometime. He'll hear me somewhere else. And, and, and you know what? He's not where I'm at politically or in terms of like social justice. And so he's going to, he's going to, if he, cause he likes me now when he criticizes me, he's going to help me get better. I mean, come on. I, I, I'm probably overselling this. Like, cause there's no one in here to stop me and say, I, we get it. We get it. But here's my question to you. Do you have anybody in your life right now who you've told, this is what I'm trying to do. This is, the, this is exactly the kind of person I want to be. I'm not there yet, but this is who I want to be. Help me. Move me. Give me stuff to read that is going to shove me in that direction. Encourage me. When you see me doing something that, that, that is that way, underscore it. Like, you know, praise it. And when you see me acting out away from my own values, don't yell at me. Don't put me down. But just say, hey, do you really want to go there? That's the best thing that happened to me last week. I am, am online. It certainly was the best thing that happened to me online. And it wouldn't have happened ex- without my friend Katie. And uh, and so, yeah, you say like, so, so you love Bookman a little? Yeah, I do. And I love Katie a little too. I mean, I always loved Katie, but I love her more now. And uh, And I hope I'm loving you right now by putting this out here. And... I don't mean loving you like emotionally. I mean loving you like 
like doing something that might actually make a difference. Because we all get a lot of mean stuff coming across the transom. People in traffic, people yelling, talking to us at work, people sending us emails. And I'm just saying like, you know, like Katie might not be there for you, but like put a Katie in your head or try to be a Katie to somebody else. Like if you can just buy yourself three seconds and think, who do I want to be in this moment? Ah, something good might happen. All right, look, that's enough of me rambling on. This was fun for me. Um, And, you know, this podcast is all about me and uh, being fun for me. I bring guests on because I I want to talk to them. And uh, no, I'm I'm kidding. I'm not. But like, I do love doing this stuff. And you know that. But I've got, I've got four people lined up for interviews in the next, in the next week or two. Um, and they'll be, they'll be bouncing out every week. And, and I think you're going to dig it. Like we're going to get back to interviews real soon now that my email is once again working um, so that I can once again actually communicate with people. Um, but for now, for now, you got me and Bookman and Katie on the side. And I hope, I hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you next week. For more information about the work of Bart Campolo, please visit bartcampolo.org.